Hello, friends, and welcome to the Weekly Briefly slash Shonda Day. I am your host, Sean Blanc, and I'm coming to you from the uh, warm, humid, cicada-filled Kansas City, Missouri. So it's episode 70 of the Weekly Briefly. I just got back from San Francisco, and boy, are my arms tired. No, I'm kidding. But uh, seriously, I had a wonderful time in San Francisco for WWDC. Uh, it's really great to be home. And uh, you know, I've been thinking so much about all the stuff that happened out there, uh, the keynote, all the stuff that Apple announced. I wanted to kind of talk about it, nerd out a little bit about it, kind of in, in classic uh, you know, Sean Blanc fashion. Uh, let's talk about some of this nerdy stuff. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about on today's show. We're going to talk about the keynote, a little bit about you know, OS 10 and the new iOS 9 refinements talk a little bit about Apple Music uh, and just some of the general highlights from the week, being in San Francisco, uh, being out there in the city. Uh, we were joking, you know, the Windy City. Oh, I mean, uh, the Mile High City. I mean, wait, what is it? The Big Apple? We were joking about that. It's an inside joke that uh, my, my buddy Dan uh, may may catch up on. Everyone else is going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about, Sean. So anyways, uh, before I jump into the show, I want to give a huge thanks uh, to this show's sponsor. This episode is sponsored by an uh, incredible, incredible product. Um, I, I own one, so not only are they a sponsor, but I'm also a customer. Uh, it is the Uni 2, and the Uni is an amazing, it's affordable, it's a wood-fired pizza oven. The thing is absolutely fantastic. And uh, there, there's a brand new one that just came out literally this week. Um, so it's it's an update to the the Uni Two design, and uh, the new Uni is very fast to assemble. It has an easier temperature adjustment, so you can uh, adjust the temperature easier, obviously. And uh, now comes in a brushed stainless steel, so it looks fantastic. Uh, it was already an amazing product. They've updated it, made it even better, kind of iterated on it, which, uh, you know, as we're going to talk about with OS 10 and iOS 9, uh, these are things I'm a big fan of when someone iterates on a product and makes it a little bit better. And that's exactly what they've done with Uni, so I, I encourage you to check it out. Uh, it's at uuni.net. Uni is spelled U-U-N-I. So go to uni.net. And uh, check it out, wood-fired pizza. This has become, uh, we bought ours a year ago, and, and we use it all throughout the spring and the summer and the fall in the backyard. Um, just raving, amazing, delicious pizza, homemade. It's so much fun. It's become a Blanc family tradition. Uh, and so if you use the coupon code, the sweet setup, then you're going to get 20 bucks off of your uni purchase. Uh, so check that out, uni.net. Huge thanks to the Uni guys for sponsoring this week's show. Uh, I cannot, I, I, I really do uh, really love this product, so I encourage you to check it out. So uh, let's, talk about, let's talk about San Francisco, and let's talk about WWDC, or, you know, W-Dub, Double-Dub, or, you know, Dub-Dub, however you want to call it. Um, I usually ended up just saying WDC, like just, like, you know, World Developer Conference, just kind of dropping one of the Ws, because it's so many, so many syllables. So the main reason I go, I've been going now, this is my fifth one. I went in 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, now 2015. So I've been five years in a row and I've had some um, pretty scary, some interesting, some fun times. I've really enjoyed it. And uh, I always go for the people. I never try to get a conference badge. I don't get a ticket. Uh, I'm there for the people. A lot of my fellow kind of Apple nerd friends are there. But more than that, uh, you know, I've discovered over the past several years, the first year I went, I thought it was all about kind of the Apple industry. 
and there's truth to that, and that's kind of a lot of the people that are there. But but since then, you know, things have kind of have kind of shifted, and and more the the people that I'm meeting and and, and spending time with and, and having coffee with and sandwiches and, and chatting up is is yeah, they're they're nerds, they're they're Apple guys, you know, maybe they're they're journalists or whatever it may be. And so this whole this whole community, but the the difference, it's not just about Apple stuff. Is is these are people that care about doing their best creative work. Like these are like some of the best creative professionals in the world. These people are, they're interesting, they're thoughtful, they're talented, uh, they're, they're doing amazing work. They're showing up every single day. And, and just over the years I've grown to have so much respect for them that, you know, most of the time we're going and yeah, we're talking about Apple stuff, but most of the time that I was, I was spending, uh, talking with my friends, we were talking more about, you know, building businesses and, and, uh, you know, connecting with customers and, and making something that we were proud of. And, you know, just how do we, how do we do our best work? And like that, that kind of a, t- a conversation and just, you know, showing up every day and, and balancing work life and our personal life and our family life and, and just all this stuff, like that was at the heart of so much of what we were talking about. And a lot of it, yeah, it centers around the, the things that Apple is doing. But it's it's deeper than that, and so I really enjoy going to this event. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of other conferences that are out there that are similar that you can find, but this has kind of become sort of that epicenter for me uh, and so many other people. So I go for the coffee. Of course, there's amazing food, amazing coffee in San Francisco. Did I say I go for the coffee? I do. I also go for the people. Um, you know, you're in San Francisco, right? I mean, you can throw a rock and you're going to hit an amazing restaurant. Uh, spent a lot of time at Blue Bottle Coffee. Had a lot of fun there. They take Apple Pay, which like nowhere in Kansas City takes Apple Pay, uh, except for Whole Foods, which my wife is always the one who ends up going to Whole Foods. Um, so I never get to use it. So actually I had my first experience using Apple Pay finally in San Francisco. Uh, the Blue Bottle Coffee, the, they use Square Cash registers. And Square Cash now has a little Apple Pay dongle that you can plug in. And so they were using it. They were like one of the first ones to use it. I think Jack Dorsey like even like, periscope like live periscope video feed of them plugging in or something like that um so i was able to use apple pay on the watch surprisingly surprisingly easy like i'm like this is this is crazy this is too easy Uh, a lot of fun and then of course a lot of walking you're downtown san francisco you pretty much walk everywhere Uh, i need to remember to take a little bit more comfortable shoes next year um i had some comfortable shoes i took my same ones i don't know I, i i need to need to find some better walking shoes so uh but that's just a note to self so let's talk a little bit about the keynote, the the the, the world's longest keynote. Almost, um, it was a lot of fun. I, I I went downstairs. We watched it in uh, one of the conference rooms at the hotel I was staying at. Uh, the the guys, the release notes guys, are put on a release notes conference this October, and so they kind of did a little promotional thing, and they had uh, a, a screening of the keynote. It was a lot of fun. A bunch of bunch of nerds were there. Um, so I was sitting with my friends, Stephen Hackett and Mike Hurley and Jared Sinclair was there and, and Dan and, and Mike and a whole, a whole, whole bunch of other guys. Anyways, um, so it was a lot of fun watching it there in that context. I always enjoy watching it with other people because you kind of like, you know, we all get the jokes together. It's just more fun to laugh when someone else is laughing and things like that. Um, so, you know, thoughts on the keynote aside, like it was very long. I thought it was a little interesting, a little odd. Um, I felt like what they did last year was so great. I loved last year's keynote. I thought this year's was like last year, but one step too far. Like they kind of just forgot to like 
like, okay, like we've arrived at a good spot. Let's keep it here. They just kind of kept going. And I felt like it went a little too far. Um, but that's, you know what? So what? At least they're going for it. At least they're having fun. They're having some personality. There is a, like, it is a new school for Apple. And I love it. And I would rather have that than no personality at all. So I will take dorky jokes. I will take, you know, a lot of people on stage and some of them a little bit awkward. I will take that any day. Um, you know, I will take, you know, the women on stage. It's so great to see all this stuff happening. I like this and I will take it over, you know, dry, humorless, insipid, one single presenter. I will take that over, over any time. And I thought, you know, some of the presentations were some, you know, absolutely fantastic. So, um, all that to say, I want to talk about the actual, the actual things that were announced. Basically, you got the new version of OS 10, you got El Capitan, you got iOS 9 was announced, you got Apple Music, and and really Apple News. I mean, it, it was it's basically a feature of the new iOS 9. But to me, this is like this is huge. This is a it's a publishing platform. Is really what it is. Apple has announced a publishing platform, and so for me, I, I think Apple News deserves to be brought out and, and almost be like a fourth category. Um, of it, it was a new product that was announced as this publishing platform. So, anyways, we'll get into that. Um, so let's talk a little bit about El Capitan. You got um, a whole bunch of stuff that was announced, and for me, I'm just going to kind of hit on my 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 top three favorite things that they they announced. That I'm most excited about is the the automatic split view. Uh, I think it's going to be really cool. I often have more than win, one window open, so this to me looks really really great. Uh, the smarter search, like for your emails, you know, show me all the emails that I've been ignoring from Phil Schiller was one of the examples that Craig Federici had, and I'm like, this is brilliant. You know, these these smart natural language. Uh, search filters, I think is really great. I mean, that's how we talk to Siri. I love that we can now kind of type that in. Uh, that's one of the reasons that makes Fantastical so great is its natural language parser. So I love that we're going to see more of that kind of stuff at the system level. Uh, and then the new notes app, honestly, like that looks it looks pretty sweet. Uh, you know, it's come a long way. It's been a long time, uh, this, this notes app. Uh, and the new one actually looks pretty great. Uh, I don't think it's, I'm going to switch from OmniFocus for, you know, my task management and project management and stuff like that. But uh, the new notes app really could potentially get me to switch out of simple note. It looks really great. Uh, you know, they both use everyone, they all use Helvetica. Um, but the new notes app, it's it's kind of a rich text. It looks, it looks clever. Um, you know, and the fact that it's, it's integrated at the system level gives it some huge advantages. Um, so that, you know, it looks compelling, looks interesting. I'm excited to check it out. We'll see where, where, where it uh, actually lands. Um, because you know you got to use the the iPhone and iPad counterparts as well. So if they suck, you know, eh, probably not going to go that route. So we'll see. But they look great. You know, they look great on iPhone. They look great on iPad. So we'll see how that lands. So speaking of iPhone, speaking of iPad, for for me, looking at this stuff, you know, looking over the iOS nine announcement page, watching the keynote, uh, reading some of the articles that are out there about this stuff. Pretty much everything about the new version of iOS uh, looks really, really great. Uh, I'm going to be uh, probably going to be getting a new iPad this fall uh, to, to be able to support the new stuff, uh, which is fine. You know, I skipped last year's. Uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of the iPad, and so I'm, I'm looking forward. I might end up going with a with an iPad Air three, or I don't know what they're going to call it. Maybe they'll just call it iPad. Uh, you know, since we got the new you know MacBook, they dropped the Air from the MacBook, and it's the thinnest one. Maybe they're going to drop the Air from the iPad Air, and you're just going to have iPad. Who knows? Um, so I might go with the full size iPad though this year. Um, uh, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to pan out. Um, but you know, I was planning on the upgrade anyways. And so I 
you know, that it's going to be able to support the latest version of iOS 9. Uh, it's really great news. But what else is cool is that, you know, so many of these features, now they got uh, a lot of the system level stuff is, is also taking advantage of metal. So they're saying there's just increase in stability and speed and battery life across the board, which is great for old uh, iOS devices. You know, iOS 9 runs on every single device that iOS 8 runs on, which is just, you know, you never hear of that. Uh, so that's really exciting. Uh, the, um, you know, the new spotlight and the search stuff in iOS 9 looks really helpful. And then, uh, you know, you got the keyboard, the quick type thing, you got the multitasking stuff, the split view stuff, you got picture in picture, like all of this is just really, it's just a giant breath of fresh air into iOS 9, uh, you know, iOS 8, whatever, you know, it's kind of iOS snow 8, you know, it's, it's mountain 8, um, but whatever, they're gonna call it iOS 9. Um, but we know what it is, right? It's, it's the, it's the iterative, you know, feature functionality, you know, get, get the foundation stronger. And they mentioned that a lot, you know, improving the foundation of iOS, improving the foundation of OS 10. And so for me, you know, as, as a long time uh, Mac and iOS user, these things are all really exciting to me, but it's these little, the little iterative changes, the little improvements like this, the, the stuff that they're just making this a little bit better, making this a little bit better, improving this feature. For me, like this is the stuff that I really love because uh, they're making improvements to the core functionality of all the apps, the devices, the services, the things that we're using already every day. They're improving that stuff, and and so to me, like that's more important than than making you know brand new shiny new features, shiny new um, apps that you know maybe I'm going to use, maybe I'm not going to, but making improvements like kind of at the system level where it affects everything you do and kind of affects things all across the board. For me, like that's so much more helpful. It's more interesting. It's more exciting. Like it improves the everyday, day to day life that that you're using on your computer, on your iPad, on your phone. Like I use this stuff all day, day in and day out, all the time. So for me, this stuff is really, really helpful. And then uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit distracted. We got a, we got a kid upstairs who just woke up from his nap. Not super happy about it. So uh, welcome to Champlanc.net headquarters, where uh, you know one of us is downstairs and, and and some of us are upstairs, and you know that's that's just the way it goes around here. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, all I had to say, let's let's move on. Let's talk a little bit about Apple News. Um, I did, I, you know, read through all the documentation and stuff like that. Uh, it looks really really exciting, and you know, it's kind of surprising to me that they just kind of said, "Hey, it's a new feature of of the iPhone," right? It's like, are you serious? Like. This is huge. This is a it's a publishing platform, as I, I was mentioning earlier in the show. And really, like what Apple News is is basically it's a it's an RSS reader. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it's it's they got an RSS reader, but yet it's more than that because then you can also publish your stuff in the Apple News format. And so basically, you could set up a blog. You could set up what you know, or channel is really what it would be called. You could set up a channel on Apple News. And you can, if you have an RSS feed, you know they want you to have an RSS feed, so you can publish to that. Uh, but you can also, uh, you can you can have just the Apple News format, which is not yet available, so you can't yet style your your articles. But you know they were demoing some of the stuff from the New York Times and from Wired magazine that were kind of laid out in the Apple News format. You know it looks very very well done. You know very kind of push pop press sort of a feel. Looks really really great. Uh, and you custom design your articles and and you insert. 
you know, the different elements and, and things like that. And you can set the typography and, and graphics and things like that. And I'm not sure exactly how it's all going to work. And from, you know, like my perspective as a publisher, how am I going to take my article? Like what software am I going to use? How am I going to format it for Apple News format? And, you know, they haven't yet announced that, but they will be. Um, so signing up is super simple. Uh, they recommend that uh, if you're, you know, for someone like me, I have several websites. I have several people that help me with those websites. Uh, so in my scenario, Apple recommends that I set up a new Apple ID that's not related to my own personal Apple ID. I've, you know, I've kind of got my Apple ID where I download my apps and my music and movies and things like that and sync all my devices. And they recommend having a different one if you're going to have, because what you can do is, and once you've created your Apple ID uh, and you've kind of created a publisher's account, you can add people to that publisher's account. So you can have multiple people. They're able to then log in as well, and they're able to, uh, you know, help with updating Apple News format articles or, or RSS feeds, adding channels, topics, things like that. Um, so, anyways, I'll be setting up a new Apple ID specifically for the Apple News Publisher account. I'm going to have a you know a unique channel for tools and toys, a unique one for the suite setup, unique one for SeanBlanc.net. Uh, and I'm also considering maybe doing some curated channels that focus around a particular topic, you know, perhaps like, you know, gear reviews or photography, you know, more people could contribute to those. And those might be like Apple News format only, you know, I'm not sure uh, how that's going to look, but I'm, I'm excited about it. I really want to go all in with the Apple News stuff. Um, and, and to me, this is like, this is awesome. You know, it's, it's this dedicated RSS reader plus some right there. It's a, the new default app on the home screen of the iPhone and the iPad, uh, I think this is great. I'm really excited about where it's going to go, and I'm excited to get my my content published on there, and and, and hopefully reach a, a broader audience in in the context that they want to read their news. So I think that's really really uh, honestly, I'm just excited about it. And then lastly, is the the new Apple Music. Wow, right? I mean, it looks amazing. Uh, you know, the the keynote presentation was a little bit rough. Uh, you know, but you know what the concept, the 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 idea. They had a bunch of people up there on stage sharing. I just think that the the length of the keynote presentation and then the the unfortunate awkward moments. I think all of that was honestly just a byproduct of Apple's genuine excitement about Apple Music. I think they're they're really looking forward to what they've got here. And they're you know it was a long keynote presentation for the Apple Music there. You know, Eddie Q was up there. He was playing a lot of music. He was dancing a little bit. You know, Drake, like all these folks are up there. There was some awkward moments. There was a little bit, uh, you could have skipped that. You could have skipped that. But at the same time, I think part of it was they were just so excited. They really wanted to just keep talking about it, you know, and, and maybe they could have done better. I'm sure they could have done better. But I think it, it, it speaks to the, uh, you know, the excitement, kind of the weight that this new product, Apple Music, uh, holds within in the company. And even, you know what? You go to the apple.com uh, website now. You look up at the top navigational tab bar, and iPod is gone, and Music now has its own tab up there on the apple.com website. So I, I think this really shows a lot of, uh, you know, Apple's, they're excited about this. And, you know, if you watched that History of Music video that Apple showed, uh, I thought that was so great. And, you know, I'm, I'm a longtime Mac user, right? I bought my first PowerBook like over a decade ago uh, because I needed it for music. And that was, you know, when you would buy Macs uh, because you you needed music or graphics, right? Like, you know, oh, the, you know, Mac is is solid for music or for, for you know, graphics. You got to do Photoshop. If you got to do, uh, you know, Pro Tools, you buy a Mac. 
Uh, for everything else, if you need to do quote unquote real work, then you get a PC or like office work, you know, you bought a PC. And, and so the, the history of music video had like this nostalgia to it. And it was like, it just felt like Apple coming back to its roots in, in this creative space of music, you know, the, the music loving company. And, uh, you know, it really just felt like that, that music video, the, you know, the, the video about the music, it really touched on that. And it seems like this new music service is, is kind of coming out from that. It's the old school Apple, the, the, the music's in our blood. Uh, it's really exciting. And, you know, and, and like, this is it, right? Like this is the future of music. This is probably, you know, it's the future of movies probably, right? Is, is you just pay for the subscription service and then you have full access to everything. And it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting and bumpy transition. But the fact that Apple Music is going to be launching with something to the tune of 30 million songs, which is, I think, effectively the entire catalog, is a really huge deal. And you can, you know, try it for free for 30 days. And, you know, then it's just like 10 bucks a month. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be great. And I've been a long time RDO subscriber. And, and I feel like the writing's on the wall. Like, you know what? I think I'm probably going to be switching over to, to the new uh, Apple Music service. I'm, I'm kind of bummed. I'm not sure how that's going to work. I've got the Aether Cone, which I love. Um, so I'm not sure how that's going to land, but whatever. Those are just details. But the new music service looks great. I'm excited about it. I think the UI is going to be great. The, the catalog, you know, it's a huge catalog. All that stuff is, uh, I'm just like, wow, like they, they did it. They're, they're going that direction. So, so all that to say, bunch of exciting stuff happening in Kansas, in uh, San Francisco this past week. You know, so many other highlights. There was an App Camp for Girls fundraiser that was just so amazing. I love what Gene McDonald's doing over there. Uh, there was a Macworld party, which is always one of the highlights. The talk show, wow! Like that was just Phil Schiller walks out like no one in the audience could actually believe it. That was amazing. I had a lot of fun at Jim Dalrymple's Beard Bash. Like so many great people. So many great coffees and lunches and dinners and, and hanging out, seeing so many amazing folks. So so those of you that I did get to see and talk to at WWDC this week, uh, you know, it was a pleasure. It's an honor to to get to chat with you. Those of you I didn't get to see, you know, keep on doing amazing stuff. And everyone else, you know, thanks so much for listening to the show, being part of this community. You know, you don't have to be at WWDC to to be someone who cares about doing your best creative work, who cares about showing up doing stuff, you know, making that dent in the universe, putting stuff out there that changes the world. Like this, it really is it. This is such an amazing, you know, wonderful community. I have so much respect. So all that to say, thank you, thank you, thank you. I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Uh, and we are getting ready, you know, give you a little precursor. It is, it is the countdown to the focus course. It's coming up. Uh, and I think like 11 days, it's, yeah, today's the 12th. The focus course launches on June 23rd. So the next, about next 11 days, I'm really going to be uh, focusing <laughs> uh, on the course, the contents, the why behind it, all that stuff. So, so you can look forward to that. Uh, a lot of articles I've got in the pipe over on SeanBlanc.net. If you haven't yet checked out the focus course, you're interested, what, what in the world are you talking about, Sean? Go to thefocuscourse.com. I've got the, the landing pages there. There's some videos you can watch, a whole bunch of uh, you know information, some testimonies. And then the whole thing launches June 23rd. Really excited about it. I hope you are too. So in the meantime, have a great weekend. I will talk to you guys on the next show. God bless.